And welcome in to the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. I'm your host, Jake Miller, alongside Brett Hollander, intern Jack. And uh, supposed to be joined by one more person. Um, he's not here right now. He's not here. Which I wouldn't show up either if I went over for 4 on my bets yesterday like he did. Ooh. Ooh, Lordy. Fade Marcus, right? Fade Marcus. Fade him, fade him, fade him. The thing is, you can't do the opposite of what he does because he's doing these player props. And he's just taking the alternate prop. And it's hockey. It's hockey. That's there was one game last night. <laughs> he bet on the one game. Did a same game parlay and hit zero out of four. Goodness, dude. What are you doing? Is he in here? I'm going to bring him in. I'll let him. Uh, you want to let him come in and defend himself? Yeah. I'll uh, yeah, keep it keep it running. Anyway, your Tennessee Volunteers will take on the South Carolina Gamecocks tonight. And, guys, I looked at this spread earlier. I really don't like the idea of this spread that we have tonight. I really don't like it. Jack, you and I were talking about this out in the lobby a little bit, and Brad as well. But the thing is, it's like, yes, we have Dalton Connect on our team, and we know that he's going to do incredible things. He does incredible things every time he touches the basketball. But right now, you're looking at a 14-and-a-half-point spread against the 17-and-3 South Carolina Gamecocks, or 5-and-2 in conference. That just seems like a massive, massive line just for this game. The over-under actually set at 136-and-a-half. Guys, help me make some sense of this line right now because I look at this game. Of course, Tennessee, our leading scorer is Dalton Connect. He's averaging about 32 over the last six games. And Jonas Adu, obviously going to get us some boards. Zakai Ziegler is going to dish the ball around. That's what he does. Uh, Michi Johnson, South Carolina, their leading scorer, 15.7 points per game. B.J. Mack averaging 5.4 rebounds. And then their leading assist guy is Talon Cooper, averaging 4.3 assists per game. Like I mentioned, um, right now you're at plus 100 odds to take Tennessee at minus 14.5 over on uh, ESPN bet. The over-under on this game set at 136.5. If you take a flyer on South Carolina on the money line tonight, you're looking at about plus 700 in that category. Now you go down to the BPI matchup predictor, and Tennessee's given a 92% chance to win to South Carolina's eight. Your get-in price now, it's pretty cheap, four bucks. I mean, if you don't have a ticket, four bucks. How bad could it be, right? Yeah. So help me make some sense of this. Why is Tennessee such a huge favorite in this game? Yes, I know that we dominate at Thompson Bowling Arena. Rick Barnes rarely loses at Thompson Bowling Arena. Yes, you're number five in the country. You're 15 and four. You're five and one in conference play. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, on the other hand, is 17 and three with a five and two conference record, 20 games into the season. Brett. And, oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and they are just, what are they, 26th, I think, on uh, in the rankings? They're right outside. Just of the right top outside. 25. So it's basically a top 25 matchup tonight. Um, obviously, they get, you're nervous because they beat Kentucky. Yes. And not just beat it, beat Kentucky. They handled them pretty convincingly. Yes. Yes, it was at home. Um, 
you know, Michi Johnson, I think, good little guard. Mm-hmm. I think they have a transfer. Uh, BJ Max is his name. Yes, BJ yeah. Max. He's a transfer, right? Am I am I wrong on that? I don't know. I want to. I think you're right. Yeah, on that. I can't confirm that for sure. That, that, but that. But still, that that line's huge. That is. That is. Walford. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's a huge line. Um, I mean, I I don't feel comfortable taking it one way or the other. I'll be honest. If I'm a betting man, I am not touching that spread at all tonight, Jack. Yeah, I think it's uh, just like you said. It's that the home court advantage. They saw our last two games at home. We won by 20 and 19, so they feel confident in us. Um, I thought I was going to come here and say a hot take and, yeah, be like, yeah, we're going to win by 20, but that that line scares me, honestly. And right now, you know, as you look at this, Marcus, how are you? I have been better, but I'm all right. <laughs> Do you have to drown your sorrows after your 0-4 performance last night? No. No, I just had a long night at work. And uh, got home late and just my uh, body didn't want to wake up. No, but I woke up to, to all that, more or less, you know, <laughs> the online bastards deciding to come after me. But, uh, you know, can I just point out, I want to say something about this. Oh, my God. Why? This better be good. This better be good. I was not a Because gam- we're about to transition into something. This better be good. Sure. I was not a gambling man. Before I came to the station, I was I was a, I was a smart man, and I spent my money elsewhere. Well, I wasn't a smart man, but I spent my money elsewhere. And since I've been here, I, I've mainly lost. <laughs> and more importantly, since I left the drive, I'm no longer almost Marcus Young. I'm now just never win Young. That's a good and name. I'm blaming this this show more than anything. Wow. I've been more I've been losing worse since I've been from ten to twelve. It's too early for me to make bets. It's not too early to make bets for me. It is clearly. I'll keep going, but fade me all you want. Okay, because apparently that's that's the way to go with me. Yes, basketball Brad chimed in this morning and said, "Fade Marcus." Yeah, I saw that. We can't really fade you when you're doing player props, which, by the way, Marcus, one of the rules that we set out in the lobby, that way it makes it easier on me. You have to take a spread or you have to take a money line. You can't God, do player that's props. Stupid. That's stupid. Uh, that's how we're going to do it. I don't like that. It's my show, my rules. I don't like that. Well, too bad. You take away my long parlays. You're taking away my player props. We're trying to help you, Marcus. That's, that's the thing. not We're helpful. trying to help you. It's you don't helpful. have to put the money in. He's just asking for the bets. Like you don't I'm have not, to. Like I'm not willing to put because I put m- no money in. I went two and two last night. I'm not mm-hmm. willing to not put my own money on something that I'm willing to. Have tell you thought about like switching smaller off hockey, bets, man, or switching off hockey? I don't do basketball. Basketball is eh. what? I'd rather do football. What are we talking about on this show? Yeah, no, but there's I mean, some like there's betting, some same betting. game parlays where a guy like Booker was like. A 20-point. Oh, like, I can't do player parlays, though, can I? Nope. Didn't you do that last night? I did, and I negated the rule for myself, too. <laughs> yep. See what I'm saying? So, uh, anyway, jumping into the anyway, college basketball yeah, rankings, yeah. as we went off air, air yesterday, the mm-hmm. men's college basketball rankings got released. Tennessee staying put at five. Everybody in the top five is staying where they are. UConn at number one, Purdue number two, number three, North Carolina number four, Houston number five, Tennessee. Tennessee has played two of the teams in the top five. And then another team right outside of the top five, Wisconsin jumping up seven spots to number six. That win is looking more and more impressive as the season goes on. Duke at seven, Kansas at eight, 
Marquette at 9, Kentucky at 10, in which Tennessee will play this Saturday. You're going to have a top 10 matchup at Rupp Arena this weekend. Kentucky, of course, dropping four spots after the performance last week. Anything about the top 25 stand out to you at all? Auburn took a big drop. Mm. Auburn took a huge drop. And then Oklahoma dropped 12 spots from number 11 to number 23 in the poll. Alabama moves up to number 24. No, I mean, it's just there's not that many good teams. (laughs) I mean, teams are just losing, right? I mean, you can't I wouldn't say there's not many good teams. I would say that the playing field is I mean, pretty Kansas much, keeps losing. Like, all these teams we think are good. I mean, look at the loss column and then compare that to the win column all the way up and down this board. Once you get outside of the top four, everyone's staying consistent with four and five losses. You got Texas Tech in there at 16-3, and three, Dayton in there at 16-3. and three. You know, they dropped five spots after losing to Richmond this weekend. But all in all, I would say this is probably the most even that college basketball has ever been. And quite it, frankly, it's putting out a good product. And you look at, like you mentioned, Wisconsin moving up to six. I mean, you also have to point out we beat Illinois as well. Yeah. Uh, Illinois is ranked 14th right now, so that's looking like a, a good win under our belt as well. You'd say got, we're top 25 when they came in here. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, then you also have uh, Alabama right now is 24. They're playing really well right now, so that's looking good for us as well. Um, yeah, I think there's just a lot more parity now in college basketball, which is nice. You don't have just the – top dogs who are just always going to be up at the top so i'm surprised south carolina are they not ranked i didn't see them no. on there I, they're, I'm 26. Sh- they're 26 I, i'm shocked that they didn't make it in the top 25 i think they're a good team which you know you mentioned as i came in that uh we are favored for this one is that correct 14 and a half points that yeah. is shocking to me as well mm-hmm. yep because i think I would have seen it as a closer matchup. I would have seen. See, I was thinking maybe favorite. six and a half, seven and a half for the spread on this one. Yeah, I would because, have even dropped down to five or five and a half. And, and that could have very well been the case too. But like you know, Brad had mentioned, you know, we do so so well at home. I mean, we really think it's probably the home court advantage in which they're giving us the edge in this one. Now, of course, your spread against Vanderbilt on the road the other night was thirteen and a half, and you didn't cover that. You beat them by thirteen, and we got the hook there at the end. Is it more shocking to see the over under than it is the? I think so point spread i think that 136 it's only 136 kind of low, right considering that seems we, low we average it what 80 right around 80 We're averaging 85 right at 80 now yeah i don't know i can't, i don't know what they average but they're averaging 73.2 so i mean i mean you do the so simple you, math on that i mean you're so looking you at 152 take the, you'd take almost south carolina with the points right you would t- I don't know if you'd take South Carolina on the points. That's just such a big number, dude. I mean, when you look at the odds right now, you're at plus 100 if you take Tennessee at minus 14.5. At South Carolina, you're at minus 120 if you mm-hmm. take them on the points at 14.5. The over-under is uh, kind of what's drawing my eye right now. The over 136.5 yeah, is what I would take in this game. Because, right. I mean, someone do the simple math in their head. 73 plus 79, I think you're looking at about, what, 152. Well, yeah, I think, what do we average at home? <laughs> like, oh, at you home, know, you're like, averaging, who knows? I think you're averaging, like, in the 80s. you got to be 90, at least 90, right? I don't think you're averaging 90 at home. I think you're averaging mid-80s at home. Yeah. I mean, that's um, that's kind of the trend that this team has followed, and quite frankly, it's very, 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 very fun to watch when Tennessee plays at home. Marcus, who we got? We got Philly. Let's get him on here. Phil is going to be up first today. Phil! What's up? Boys, 
What's going on, guys? Uh, sitting here talking some ball, talking about uh, the top 25 and why in the world this spread is what it is tonight. Well, do you think it's the reason Tennessee annihilated them both home and away last year? I mean, we beat them by 40 points each time we played them last year. But this is a different South Carolina team than what oh, we yeah. played last year. I mean, this team is not in day better than what we saw you know, in Columbia and in Knoxville last year. Well, that's one thing about Rick Hart does, uh, you know, full line at home, don't he? He likes, uh, he likes to win at home. That's for sure. He likes to keep his players in there too long, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've, uh, I've just kind of got over that at this point. I mean, I've pretty much accepted the fact that Zakai Ziegler, he's, he's going to, right? he's just going to average, you know, 38, 39 minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah. He gets hurt, then it's on him. I mean, at the end of the day, you keep keep these guys on the floor way too long. These things happen. Yes, I know it's a freak injury, you know, like we saw last year. We know it's a freak injury. But at the same time, if you're putting that much of a load on a kid and with the way he plays, I mean, let's call this like it is, Zakai's game relies 100% on his feet, his agility, the way he moves. And when you put that much of a load on him, these things are going to happen. And it yeah. has nothing to do with stretching. It has nothing to do with preparation. If you just put too much load on anybody, that is bound to happen. Who else played in the SEC tonight? Uh, let me get the slate pulled up here for you, Phil. I want to say that we got a couple of couple of good matchups tonight. I want to say we have... Who's Kentucky got tonight? Kentucky plays tomorrow night against it's Florida. Mississippi State. Yeah, Ole we Miss. just got one more game tonight. It's Mississippi State and Ole Miss. That's good, though. When does that happen? That should be a good game. That should be a good game. Both those teams are playing. How, how many times has it happened where Kentucky has less nights rest or days rest or whatever going to a matchup versus them? Uh, somebody made a mistake at the SEC office. Somebody's about to get fired over that. <laughs> well, Kentucky does play at home, though, tomorrow night. So That's true. Uh, Better deal. If they play them on the road, it might have, you know, both Tennessee and Kentucky ought to be in good shape for Saturday. But we got to win tonight. And we got control of their home, our home court because I'm not expecting a victory this Saturday. I'm not expecting one this Saturday, but I don't expect it to be a blowout. I expect a close game. Wait, you're expecting Kentucky to beat us? No. No, I think that we're going to – I think that, well, I don't know. The more I think about it, it's all going to depend on how – Are they favorites against us this weekend? They're probably going to be a favorite against us. They're probably going to be favored by about three and a half, four and a half. Really? I think okay. so. I think so. All right. And part of that's the rub well, advantage because we're not going to get a call while we're up there. A lot of people say they have the SEC player of the year, don't they? Uh, Reeves? They can say they have the SEC player of the year all they want. He's a good player. He is a good player, but the fact of the matter is Dalton Connect is better. He's the best player in the SEC, and Dalton Connect is the best player in the country. I don't care. Go out and do it. I don't care what Reeves does. Well, I see where the uh, Sears won the SEC player of the week, even though Dalton Connect uh, annihilated (laughs) him up here and and then uh, had more points Saturday also. So I I guess he was tired of Dalton Connect winning every week. They can get tired of it all they want, but the fact of the matter is, Phil, 
you know, we know that we, we got know the better player. We have the better player, and it's not even close. Dalton Connect is the best player in the country, and people can talk about Zach Eady, Armando Baycott, Hunter Dickinson. They can talk about all these guys all they want. The fact of the matter is, we got the most athletic and probably the best player in the Bam, country. Bama's got to go to Georgia this uh, tomorrow night. They got to go to Georgia tomorrow, Arkansas, Missouri. That's going to be a snooze fest. And then Vanderbilt's going to go down to Auburn and get their ass whipped. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl, Pearl, Vander, they've, lost, they've lost two in a row. Well. I think Auburn will get back well in the Sunday. Yeah. And uh, you look at it the nationally, uh, I think right now North Carolina and UConn are the two best teams in the country. I think Purdue's a fraud. I think they'll be exposed in the tournament like they always are. I mean, they're they're in that and category Houston, with Arizona. They're guys. And Houston always makes good runs, but they always find, find a way to, you know, do you they watch don't ever have enough offense. Did you watch them last night, Phil, against Texas? No, I forgot about them being on. I heard it was a good game. It was. It was a really good game. Yeah, overtime. I, got, I heard that there was a bad quality in the game that benefited them very much. Yeah. Uh, Houston's got a couple good guards, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, the SEC uh, is a lot stronger than people think. But Marcus made a good point. There is a lot of parity in college basketball right now. Because all these ranked teams getting beat by unranked teams. That's just the way it is right now with the transfer portal every year. Well, I mean, you know, you look outside of the top five, everybody in the top five stayed put. You know, UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, Houston, and Tennessee. But you look outside of the top 25, six through 25, and everybody moved a spot. Everybody moved a lot or everybody moved a little. I mean, you got, you know, Iowa State, for example, they jumped 11 spots to number 12, and Oklahoma dropped 12 spots to number 23. Have y'all heard that there may be a mass mutiny of uh, football players at Michigan now that Harbaugh's gone? I have not heard that. Not, not heard that. No. I heard it from a Michigan fan last night. Well, there, there very well could be. I mean, they got their championship. They knew that everything like was the, coming. Like the Saban thing, right? Well, it's about to be like the Saban thing. I think it's going to be more like the Jeremy Pruitt thing. It's like those guys are going to get out of town before <laughs> the NCAA comes knocking. Well, I don't think the NCAA is going to do anything with Michigan. You don't think they will? No. Now that Harbaugh's gone, I mean, what the good? I mean, what have they done? And nobody else don't do. Everybody does that cheating on uh, video crap. And... But yeah, I mean, the thing is, everybody does it, Phil. But Michigan was dumb enough to get caught. And you know my rule, Phil. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But if you get caught, you didn't cheat hard enough. I, I well, mean, I, it was working with them though, like the cheating they were doing because they were yeah, not beating Ohio State up until. You know, three years ago, no, and then I'll, now they just beat them every year. Well, yeah, and I mean the thing is, like, yeah, Michigan cheated and they did well because they won a championship out of the deal. The yeah. difference between Michigan and Tennessee is we were cheating, and realistically, I mean, we got beat up. We over weren't s- cheating on the field, well, though. Well, no, we weren't cheating on the field, but the fact of the matter is, we paid guys. They got us for sixty thousand. I thought it was going to be to the tune of like three hundred sixty thousand. Yeah. So essentially, that last year in which we won three games, we paid one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Per win. We cheated and won three games. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt was a loser. No. And he went to McDonald's for it. Oh, honestly, though, Skokin did leave a couple of good nucleus to build a build team. And then he, there was a lot of – I guess those guys that left were, were paid uh, a lot more than the Met I, you know, the ones that went to Oklahoma and everywhere else. Right. Oh, you know good and well those guys didn't come here for free. And I see where the one of them went from uh, Oklahoma. He's down at Ole Miss right now. I wonder how what Lane Lane Train gave him a you know a hamburger. Uh, probably gave him a 
I'd say probably gave him a quarter pounder with some extra cheese and then a, uh, I'd say a large fry. They don't supersize anymore, do they? Where? McDonald's. I thought they did. I don't know. D- does McDonald's still supersize? I got no clue. Do you <laughs> even know what supersize is, Jack? Just make it large? <laughs> no. Supersize was like bigger than the large. I don't mm-hmm. think they do anymore. If Jack has no clue what it is, then they probably don't have it. It's actually where I hired well, Jack. Jack. Oh, no. Jack's expert on that, uh. What do you bring a bag of crystals in there in the morning for all the guys there, Jack? No, I had crystals last night. Oh, you had crystals last I night. Did was that your first time having crystals? No, I've had crystals. Okay, see, Jack- I'm the one been providing for everybody. Yeah, Brett's been providing us donuts. Donuts. No, that sounds good. Orange juice. Marcus doesn't like orange juice though. Found out. Well, you know how Marcus is. Yeah, smart. Old Will Evans. Well, <laughs> hey, Phil, what does Marcus have in common with Bear? Mm. Well, from what I heard last night, you guys have what's in common with him. You call on other people's shows. That's what I was seeing on on Twitter. Well, he wants to take up my time. I'll take up his. You know, <laughs> I don't have to ride the coattails of Russell Smith for five years in order to get some airtime. Oh, well, <laughs> well, you do your own thing. I don't doubt about that. You know what, Jake? <laughs> I do my thing. There's Phil. a reason why this show's not called The View. It's called G.I. Jake, you know? That's right, Phil. <laughs> But uh, I, I had something else in my mind. I got distracted when you started well, talking about Marcus. Phil, who'd you vote for in the poll that was in the field yesterday? Did you see that poll? The, uh, what was it, the backyard brawl type thing? Yeah, the question got posed to Twitter as to who would win a uh, backyard brawl. Like uh, that that movie. What, I'm, Anchorman. Anchorman. You seen Anchorman, Phil? Yeah, Phil, who would no, win? No, I haven't seen it. No, I haven't. Who would win in a fight, Phil? Would it be the morning show would it be the G.I. Jake show? Would it be the driver? Would it be overtime? Well, I haven't ever met none of those guys on overtime, but I'd have to, but, but, but you know, I mean, I've seen Marcus. Marcus pretty good sized guy. I mean, <laughs> he saw the muscle. And I seen uh, Jake the Snake. I wouldn't want to mess with him either. Throw back a couple beers. You never know what'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> What y'all think about Hopple being ranked uh, seventh best coach uh, in the SEC behind uh, Mark Stoops? Isn't that a joke? That was yeah. the worst poll I think I've ever seen. That was absolutely awful. Oh, good lord! Well, at least we can beat Kentucky. Can't that's a uh, hopefully we can beat them in basketball because they swept us last year. Yeah that that was aggravating last Have year. Have y'all seen the games on Saturday? By the way, like these ranked matchups, like leading up to our game. Is ridiculous, really? Yeah, Duke Carolina's right you, on board. Houston, isn't it? Kansas at four. You got Duke and Carolina right before us, and then obviously our wow. game. And then Sunday's Purdue, Wisconsin. Mm, yeah, on. Purdue, Wisconsin, Sunday. Wow, weekend of basketball, isn't it? Yeah, I mean you got Iowa State, Baylor. I mean you got good games everywhere this weekend. It's gonna be a good weekend. Just gotta take care of your business tonight, though. Yeah, six thirty, right? Uh yeah is what is that an ESPN game? Oh uh, okay, probably uh what's his name uh Dykes and oh Jimmy Dykes is on there. I don't know it. I would have I would imagine. I mean or D- Dane Bradshaw maybe could be Dane. Yeah, could be Dane. Be fine with either I think one. Dane does a good job on the the telecast. He does. He Philly, does. what's what's the X factor for the game tonight? What what do you see? Us defending South Carolina's three, I think that's the biggest matchup because uh, they pretty much uh, 
when they win, they're hitting a lot of threes. And they beat Kentucky. How many threes they hit in that game? That quite one a few. Day, yeah, they hit quite a few. Cal Power, he's talking about that. Meets Johnson was went off against them, and then uh, the next game he goes for like 0 for 10. He's like, that yeah, Missouri. Yeah, go ahead. Missouri's in every game that can't win. They just don't have enough talent. Although they had a great recruiting class, they'll be a lot better next year. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to get off here. Y'all, uh, I guess we'll be talking. Uh, I'll drink a beer tonight and think about the ball game <laughs> when I'm watching it. You know what? Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call, Philly. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science. You just got to start with a better vodka. And then voila, you get White Claw Vodka Soda. Your taste buds are about to get a PhD in deliciousness. J.B. Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. Try the all-new White Claw Vodka Soda. Pick up a variety pack of their four delicious flavors. Only 100 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and 2 grams of sugar. White Claw Vodka Soda. Please drink responsibly. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program, complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, Visit RogersHydrantService.com. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a back... Me, baby, baby, I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. She 28, telling me I'm still a baby. I get love in Detroit like Skiller, baby. And the thing about your boy is, I don't like no whips and chains, and you can't tie me down. But you can whip your loving on me. That's right, that's right, whip your loving on me. Back here on the G.I. Jake Show, you got to let that one play through for a minute. You got to let that bumper play. <laughs> it's a good one. That is my, uh, that's my jam right now. 
Jack Harlow. Our guy Jordan Moore has sent us some advanced stuff mm-hmm. for tonight's game. When South Carolina has the ball, their adjusted efficiency is 113.5. It's 59th in the country. Tennessee, defensive efficiency, 91.0, number two in the country. Effective field goal percentage, South Carolina, 51.5, 133rd in the country. Tennessee on defense, 43.5. That is fourth in the country. When Tennessee has the ball on offense, their adjusted efficiency is 118.4, number 19 in the country. South Carolina on defense, 99.7, 57th in the country. Does this play into kind of why, you know, we were talking about this spread and why it would be at 14 and a half, just because that's such a huge number. And I'm still trying to figure it out, and this might have just solved it for me. Because when you look at that, when you look at those advanced analytics, they're probably thinking that Tennessee is going to outscore South Carolina at will. Now, what I expect to happen, kind of what happened against Vanderbilt, I expect a slow start in this game, maybe a scoring drought in the first half, and then Tennessee to come out in the second half and just absolutely dominate. You know, probably get around that 14 or 15-point mark, and Tennessee very well may win by 14 or 15 points. But right now, I think if I were to bet on this game, I would take South Carolina to cover. I would take South Carolina to cover the 14 and a half. I would definitely take the over. But as far as the spread goes, I'm taking South Carolina. Well, just looking at South Carolina's games, they haven't been great on the road. Uh, lost at Clemson by five. Only won by six at East Carolina. Bama basically beat them by 30. Uh, won by two at Missouri. Um, so, I mean, but it's also telling me we're a really good team. Especially at home, uh, we got the best player, in not just conference, maybe in the country. Uh, that take that's a factor. Uh, so that's a big factor. You know, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's a big number. That's that's for sure. But man, we're good at home, though. That's we're pretty damn good at home. Yeah, pretty damn good, indeed. All right, so I banned you all from talking about it yesterday. Yes, here we go. We're gonna to, we're gonna talk about the wet. Let's game. go, Marcus. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl and mm. what you're going to get in the Super Bowl. Of course, it's gonna be the 49ers. It's gonna be the Chiefs. The Battle of the Red. Brock Purdy. Yeah, this is a guy that you were giving a lot of criticism to, Brett. You said, yeah. "What has Brock Purdy done?" Well, now Brock Purdy has got himself to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's got a good team. Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant himself, Brock <laughs> Purdy, has led the San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl. Now, granted, you got a great running back in Christian McCaffrey, but you're doing this behind a quarterback in which nobody really believed in last year, and then he had a lot of uh, a lot of expectations coming in this year, and he's lived up to those expectations. I wouldn't necessarily say he's exceeded them, just because San Francisco, I mean, they were a pretty high favorite to yeah. win it all at the start of the year. But when you look at this right now, I don't know what the spread is on this game yet. I think I saw one and a half to uh, 49ers. One and a half to the 49ers? Yeah. So, a lot of things are going to play into this game. You know, of course, Jason Kelsey, you know, just retired a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, not, uh, is it official though? Did he? Oh, say he's it? done, dude. He was wearing hey, yeah. he was wearing Kansas City Chiefs gear. No, you I'm don't just, do that if you're well, still in the brother, He did that last year. Yeah, yeah. he but, did that last year too. No, I'm just saying he hasn't officially said it. Schefter said it, but he went on his podcast and said, "Unless you hear it from me, like don't believe what you hear." He might pull Tom Brady. Tom Brady <laughs> unretired. He's because, not Tom Brady no. though. No, but here's the thing: Tom Brady should have stayed retired, but he decided to unretire because of Schefter taking away his thunder it wouldn't shock me if jason did the same thing well because chef well you guys didn't believe i don't sit here and act like y'all didn't y'all believed in purdy either you guys all picked the lions no i believe you picked the lions yeah because it's a feel-good story that's the only reason i picked the lions why because i like the lions oh my goodness that's the tennessee lions essentially it's not that i it's not that i didn't believe in purdy it's that I felt the Lions were just on a roll, and I just felt like they were going to be hard to stop. I, I've believed in Purdy all year. You can listen to the tape back when I was on the, the old show. Well, let me ask you this. Did the Lions – or did San Francisco beat the Lions? No, the Lions – Or did the Lions themselves. beat themselves? Yeah, both teams that lost mm-hmm. in, the, in the championship uh, you can, games. You can look at it both I mean, ways. You can make that argument, Marcus. You can say that the teams that lost this past weekend both beat them. themselves. They weren't necessarily beaten. They beat themselves. Stupid turnovers, dumb play calling. That's you what cost those two teams. You can look at it both ways. In both you can games. look at it both ways, yes. But at the same time, when you look at you know Detroit, for example, not kicking a field goal there in the third quarter, that switched the entire momentum. That switched the entire direction of that game on that particular decision. You look at the Ravens. They still had to go 70 yards. They still had to go 70 yards, yes. But then you look at the Ravens. They beat themselves. The biggest play of the Stupid game turnovers. was that tight end stepping out of bounds. It was. I mean, think they beat themselves. Both teams did. I, I don't. I don't. The Chiefs and the 49ers didn't do anything impressive to win either game. No. He put up 17 points. You're acting like you're acting like Mahomes like just dominated in this game. He did. He had a hundred QBR. He didn't 100. dominate. He didn't dominate in this game. Thirty of thirty-nine. Didn't dominate on the road game. against number one defense in the league. He didn't dominate with the eye test. Statistically, he played very well. Oh, I didn't say he didn't play well, but I'm just saying like to he act played like better he... than the MVP. That's oh, so got he, a point. He played better than Josh Allen. <laughs> he he went on the road in two weeks Josh in a row. Allen, man. I'm Why just, not Josh Allen? He's I'm an just, MVP. I'm he's, just he's, telling he's, you. He's he has he won one? No, but he's, he's up for it. He's, he's up he's for it. it. Guess who's not he's up for one? one? You're not Guess an MVP. who's not up Will for Levis? one? Will Levis? Mahomes. <laughs> he's the best player in the world. He is not the best he player is. in the world. Marcus, how are you saying in that? In the world? Yes. No. Stop. Jake, help me out. Who's the best in the world? This stat coming from DR Vol, the top 10 programs, the most players that won the Super Bowl. Number one, USC. Number two, Tennessee with 45 Tied with Miami for 45. Tied with Notre Dame for 45. Tied with Penn State with 45. Number six, Michigan, 43. Florida State, 43. LSU, 40. Georgia, 39. And then Ohio State and UCLA rounding out the top 10 at number 37. Or at 37, excuse me. Wait, we've had 44 players play in the Super Bowl? Is that what it said? 45. We've had 45 play in the Super Bowl. Yes. Does that count this year? Do we got two? Yeah, we got two. We got two. Yeah. Marcus, Dr. Vol wants you to look at his tweet to you about your picks. Yeah, I already saw it. So we're just done with yeah, this DR NFL Vol. talk. Yeah, I saw no. it. <laughs> no, oh, we could talk about the NFL. Dr. Vol chimes in. You gotta, you gotta let everybody know. Okay. 
Yeah, that's my guy. What did what did Dr. ask Marcus? He said he didn't ask me anything. He said something. Okay. He said that my picks are like my victims, lifeless. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> No victims. Like the question of the day, when you we went around the room, and I think the question of the day was, who at the station would you least want to date your sister? A lot of people said me, and then like three people said Marcus, and Bear's like, oh, it's got to be Marcus Young. I'd hate for it to end up in his trunk. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. And the camera just pans to Marcus. Absolutely insane. Who is the who's the been the best player in the playoffs so far? Best player in the playoffs. It I should just be one Pat, person. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes. You can say Travis. Not, you can say Travis player. Kelsey. That dude's been Travis good. Kelsey's been playing yeah, very he's well. Been, he's unbelievable. Yes. I mean, yes. He's you know probably probably one of the most effective players in the playoffs so far. Patrick Mahomes obviously he's just out there dominating. There, That's what he does. There's yeah. nobody in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes in the league right no. now at any position. It's now, not even close. He's so you, far ahead. Are you saying every, in the league or in the world? Because you've said both now. Well, what's the difference? In the world? Okay, is there somebody playing in England I don't know about that's are we talking amazing about football? at football? Oh, I didn't know the NFL Europe still existed. Yeah, yeah. If you're saying the Canadian best— Canadian no, you're saying the, the NFL best, Mexico? Hold yeah. on. You're saying the best player in the NFL, world. The He's the best player sports. any position. There's other he sports dom- if you're saying in the world. No, he just said any other position on the field. No, no, he's changing it. Every time he changes it. No, he is. No. He, he said is the best player. Okay, he's okay. the best I, player in the world. I will do that. Marcus, I will do that. Like You do, do realize that. that we have to put him in the conversation. He, if he wins next Sunday, you have to put him. To. No, you have to put he him in the conversation of the best player of all time. Right there with no, Peyton don't. Manning and Tom Brady, you have no, to. No, put he's him. already in the conversation. He's we already, don't need to have it. Well, we, I mean, he's already in the conversation. No, he's not. I mean, what the, are you talking about? He's not in the conversation. How? Yet. How? He's been to four or five less Super Bowls. He's been to six straight F- AFC Championship yeah, I games. Think, I think. Like he's think putting on a Brady track record that's going to be better than Brady. He's got a better record right now at this stage of his career than Brady does. More touchdowns. I'll put it to, better I'll QBR. Put it to, I'll put it to you this way: more MVPs. A guy who actually played in the league, despite any of us. J.J. Watt said that he is still below Joe Montana, mind you, and Tom Brady. No. Yes, he did. Well, J.J. Watt needs to, he needs to well, quit talking then. Oh, a guy who's been in the league, a guy who's played okay, against some of the best Okay, just because you've been in the league does not mean that you're an expert on the league. Who has played against some of the best quarterbacks okay, in, the, in the league. Okay, and that's fine. That's all well. Be hey, shut up, famer. shut up, shut up. <laughs> but anyway, it does not matter if you played in the league. There's people that are on TV that have played in the league that are dumber than a box of rocks. There are people that play in the league that coach that are dumber than a box of rocks. There are guys that think that just because they played the game that they know the game better than anybody else. And majority of the time, they're all dumb. That's why you see in the NBA all the time guys I'm that play in the JJ league. I'm Watt would even say that. Well, JJ it makes Watt, no he, sense. He needs to go to the doctor. How? How what does, is, how what is his sense? argument for Joe Montana? The question was posed to him. He he said, the guy asked him like, "Is he better than these quarterbacks?" And started listing off Super Bowl champion quarterbacks. Okay. And he said he said yes. He's better than Peyton already. Okay. He said yes to everybody except for Joe Montana and Tom Brady. How is he better than Tom Brady? Go ahead and. Explain to me how he like, let's look go, at the, start, look at the trajectory that he's on. Look at the trajectory that he's on. I'm not talking about traje- I'm, right now. It doesn't matter about the future. I'm saying right now. If I, if I told you. Tell you what. Let's hit a break. During the break, <laughs> Brett, Jack, Marcus, you're all's job. Okay. We're going to look at Tom Brady up to this point in his career. Because Patrick Mahomes has been in the league for now, what, six years? Just go to Adam Schefter's. Six please. years. Okay. Compare that to what Tom Brady did. His first six years in the league. We're going to take a quick time out. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. 
White Claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with White Claw Surge. At 8% alcohol, White Claw Surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste. Available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe blackberry, citrusy blood orange, zesty natural lime, and tart cranberry. Check out your favorite retailer in-store and online for the White Claw Surge Variety 12-pack and 16-ounce single-serve cans. White Claw Surge, please drink responsibly. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy-efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows. Get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Final segment of hour number one here on the G.I. Jake Show. It's Fan Run Radio, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM on your free Fan Run Radio app and online at fanrunradio.com, the new and improved website, which you can get everything that we do. All of our social media posts, everything, all in one place at fanrunradio.com. The question was posed before the break, who's better through the first six seasons, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Tom Brady, his playoff record through his first six seasons, 12-2. and two. Patrick Mahomes, 14-3. and three. Tom Brady had three AFC titles. Patrick Mahomes has four. Tom Brady had three Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes, call it like it is, probably working on a third. Regular season record. Tom Brady was 70-24. Patrick Mahomes, 72-22. Playoff record. Tom Brady, 12-2. Patrick Mahomes, 14-3. Of course, we know about the AFC titles, Super Bowl rings. Tom Brady had 167 touchdowns to 87 interceptions. Patrick Mahomes, 258 touchdowns to 69. Nice interceptions. And Tom Brady's QBR was 88.4. Patrick Mahomes, 103.7. This is going to be a topic of debate, not just on this show, but probably every sports show that even touches football until next football season and probably for the rest of Patrick Mahomes' career. I think everybody can agree with that. Now, what you're witnessing, you know, right now with Patrick Mahomes, kind of the same thing that you experienced with Brady. People started to get to the point where they couldn't stand him because he was winning and trying to find an excuse of why you hate that person other than the fact that they're just good at football. People are trying to find every excuse to not like Tom Brady. You know, oh, well, they cheated. Deflategate. Trying to find every excuse as to why they could hate the person without being absolutely chastised for it. Now, you look at Patrick Mahomes, what's happening? I don't like the guy because of his brother, because of his wife. Those two get on my last nerve. They're his dad. 
Patrick Mahomes, the first senior, didn't even want to sit with them at the game this past weekend. People are trying to find reasons to hate Patrick Mahomes. The one thing you cannot deny is the guy is just good at football. Great. here's, Here's the other thing that I'd like to point out. That because you're wanting to point out the first six seasons of each of their careers and, and compare them. That's all we can do. No, you can't. There's a, there's a lot you uh, can no, do. That, what do you mean? Because Mahomes has no, only played six thing. seasons. Here's the thing. That His first six seasons for Tom Brady was a completely different NFL than it is for the first six seasons of Mahomes. I'm not Don't shake your head. It is. No, but I'm because, not holding against that because, against Brady. Because defenses – were given a lot more room to do whatever they want, especially defensive backs during his first six seasons. And QBR was not really, and I hate that stat because it's absolutely nonsense, Okay, is seen as a different thing now than it was back then. Completely different. So we're, we're comparing two different generations, which is why... It is silly for me, even when people try to bring say LeBron. Okay, so why are you bringing Ma- why are you bringing Montana into this? Montana still has. He's more not rings. even a part of this conversation, Joe Montana. Well, no, he has Montana as the greatest quarterback ever. Does he not? He's not the greatest ever. That's me personally. Okay, but but, you're, so, but I'm but talking I'm, about comparing the seasons in particular. Like what what Joe did during his era was pretty impressive, and you can act like it's not, but it was. Okay, so if I project Mahomes at the rate he's going. What do you think he's going to look like? What do I think he's going to look like? I didn't say he's not going to be a great quarterback, but you're asking me right now. Because all I know is him going to AFC Championship games and Super Bowls. Yeah. That's what's all his, we've known his, throughout his entire... What's his record versus Tom Brady's in the playoffs? Just want to double check that. Who did he's he... lost twice. Yeah, that's that's rough. Okay. Has he beaten him in the playoffs? Eli beat Brady twice. Yeah. I'm not, is Eli so is, than... Why are we bringing so is, Eli into this? So is well, Eli the greatest brought... quarterback of all time? No, I'm talking about head-to-head. We're talking about these two Eli's guys in particular. T- Eli's 2-2 two and two in Super Bowls. We're talking about this guy in particular. These two guys. We're saying head-to-head. Who's better? You're asking me who I'm taking in their prime? I'm taking Tom Brady. I'm taking Patrick times. Mahomes yeah, versus Tom Brady. Brady. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes versus Tom well, Brady. The, the debate's also going to start happening. You're talking about the debate that Tom Brady, people yeah. were having, whether they liked him or not. The same debate's going to happen now once Andy Reid retires, because he's going to retire either after this season or next. Okay. Is they won't lose a stride. Yes, they will. No, they and the question is going to be: Is it Andy Reid or was it Patrick Mahomes? Huh? That's going to be the question. Same with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Was it Bill or was it Tom? It was Tom. Tom went, Tom went to Tampa. It was and won. Tom. Yes. I don't think you could. Which take, proved the. You want to move Patrick out of out of Andy Reid's system? I don't think he's winning Super Bowls. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Andy Reid didn't do anything before Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he actually did. This man, will, this man well, talks to, about how his, he, he's been to a Super Bowl with, with Donovan McNabb. McNabb. He did. So, he did. Yeah, but he also had Donovan McNabb. I mean, listen to the name you just said. Donovan, Donovan McNabb, McNabb was, was most, not special. He was one of the most explosive players of his time. You guys are wild. Donovan McNabb was a great quarterback. If you deny that, then you're an idiot. He's a great quarterback. Yes, Donovan McNabb was a great quarterback. A great quarterback. Yes. He had what, like a couple of good years in Philly? I don't see what you're. You guys are on some sort of drive. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm not sitting here trying to argue Don McNabb's anything. I. I'm just saying Mahomes is far and away the best player in the NFL. It's not close, and you can't argue that. Jack, help talk some sense to these people. He I mean, went yeah. to Josh Allen and won. 
He went to Lamar Jackson, your MVP, and mm-hmm. won, and he's going to go to the Super Bowl and win. He's not going to win. It's hard to argue Mahomes. Who do you think is the best in the in the in the NFL? Currently or just all time? Currently. Currently. Because we're, Let's we're go. You can do all time things. if you want. I mean, it's an argument. Here. There's an argument. Okay. There's well, more of an, okay. There is more of an argument for all time than right now. There's not. No, there's not. I mean, okay, well, who's your best quarterback in the league right now, Marcus? I want to know who the best quarterback in the NFL is. I still take Joe Burrow. What what's their record against did, each other in the playoffs? Because Joe really and, Joe and Patrick have, have gone head to head. Did that really just happen? And Joe has done quite a bit. If he wasn't injured, they'd be in the playoffs right now. Oh, if he wasn't God. hurt, the Bengals would be. You in think the, the Bengals would be in the Super Bowl? If he wasn't hurt, yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do because the only thing that's really helped the Chiefs this year has been their defense. Their offense was stagnant all regular season. They finally started to click a little bit in the playoffs, but you could see still against top defenses, which Cincinnati has, they only put up 17 points despite the QBR. <sighs> Their so, defense yeah. has been underrated. Chris Jones yeah. has been balling. The The Chiefs' defense has led them. Defenses have helped win championships for years, and the Chiefs' defense is one of the best in the league right now. They kept them alive. They should have been out of the playoffs if it hadn't been for that defense. I mean, you're saying that wouldn't have made the playoffs? With we the just got told that Joe Burrow was the best quarterback in the NFL right now over Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. Joe Burrow is a great player. He is. And I don't know if he's going to get one. There's Mahomes, and then you got the next tier. You got your Lamar Jackson, you got your Josh Allen, you got your Burrow, maybe if you want to throw Lawrence in there. But you know the level to Mahomes is – I mean, it's – you can't. You can't say anybody else. It's, it's like trying to play Madden 04, trying to get play against somebody that has Michael Vick. You cannot beat that person because they have the best player in the game right now. And he settled any argument. He, he, he went to Allen and won. He, he went to your MVP and won. He's he got did a point. Those, he did those things. So if he, he did that. If he like goes if and he loses goes, the 49ers, if, it does, like, we're all of a sudden go, wow. He's not losing the 49ers. Uh-huh. What he, it was a shame his offensive line just wasn't Brock, good enough, but Brock the greatest Pur- player in the league okay. still lost. Okay, is Lamar Jackson worse? Is Lamar Jackson better than Brock Purdy? Is Lamar Jackson better? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How many did Lamar Jackson put up? Ten points? <laughs> Yeah, it should have been and more than that. Brock if his Pur- wide receiver didn't fumble and the defensive backs didn't push the uh, push the guy in the that, back, Mark, that, okay, that well, was now not we're a penalty. That wasn't for a the Ravens. They would have called. We the agreed. We agreed earlier. They would have called Ravens a penalty if it was a penalty, Marcus. If he no, got pushed, but you can't. If he got pushed. He got pushed. We got to hit a break, he, but you can't say one thing. Oh, well, you're going to make excuses for him, and then make excuses no, for the Ravens on the same ticket. Stay with us. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two of the GI Jake Show coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the